Shalom, listeners of The Forecast with Harry Enten. I, of course, am Harry Enten. Last week, there wasn't a program for you. That's because I got stuck at Carvel. It turns out that the line the first time around where I got a Diet Coke float with Carvel Light Vanilla was misrepresenting how long the line would be the second time around when I got that hot fudge sundae with Carvel Light Chocolate. Either way, I'm full and fat and ready to go, so let's get on with another edition of The Forecast with Harry Enten. Two weeks ago, of course, we spoke about Elizabeth Warren's slow but steady rise in the Democratic primary polls. This week, we're going to talk about Joe Biden's electability edge. Of course, if you've been following at all the conversation on the Democratic side of the aisle. Joe Biden has been selling this pitch to Democratic voters that he is the one in the best position to beat Donald Trump for the general election. And polls indicate that Democratic primary voters believe him by overwhelming margins. 40, 50 percent of Democratic primary voters say that indeed Joe Biden is the most electable candidate. But is that true? Is it for real? Well, if you look at the polls right now, the general election polls in particular, what you see is that Joe Biden actually has a case to be made. For instance, there was an Ohio poll conducted by Quinnipiac University that just came out this past week. And what did it show? It showed that Joe Biden was the only candidate who was able to defeat Donald Trump in the important swing state of Ohio. Of course, Ohio went overwhelmingly for Donald Trump back in 2016. But it's not just Ohio. Look at the state of Texas. There was a Quinnipiac University poll there taken earlier this year. And what did it show? It showed that Joe Biden, again, was the only candidate who was leading Donald Trump in an important swing state. If you look at Florida, You look at Pennsylvania. Joe Biden, again, had the largest leads over Donald Trump of any of the potential Democratic nominees. Now, the question is, why is this? Why is Joe Biden ahead of Donald Trump and will it hold? Well, if you look at the polls, what you see is something very, very important. Take a look at Ohio, for example. Take a look at how Elizabeth Warren is doing against Donald Trump. Look at how Joe Biden is doing against Donald Trump. And what we see is that among Democratic voters, both Biden and Warren hold significant leads. Both have over 90 percent of the Democratic vote and more so they both lead by over 90 percentage points. But it is among independents and among Republicans where Joe Biden is doing double digits better than Elizabeth Warren is. What we see is that Biden leads Trump overwhelmingly by over 20 points among independents and only trails among Republicans by less than 80 percentage points. Versus Warren, take a look at how she does among independents. She does lead amongst them, but only by a little bit more than 10 percentage points. And among Republicans, she trails by 87 percentage points. Among both Republicans and independents, Joe Biden is doing over 10 points better than Elizabeth Warren is. That is, he has more appeal to swing voters and non-democratic primary voters. That's something we've seen nationally as well. If you look at the net favorability ratings of Joe Biden versus Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders, the two most well-known Democrat potential Democratic nominees, say for Joe Biden, what do we see? We see that among non-democratic primary voters, Joe Biden is 10 points plus less unpopular. That is perhaps more popular, but of course, in that particular group, none of the candidates are doing well. It's just that Joe Biden is doing the least bad. So why is Joe Biden doing better among these non-democratic primary voters? Well, I would argue, simply put, he's closer to the center of the political spectrum. Yes, it is probably the case that in these days of high partisanship, being closer to the center of the political spectrum isn't worth as much as it used to be. But we know from studying congressional elections from 2006 to 2018 that it is still, in fact, worth something. Those candidates closer to the center tend to do better than those candidates further away. Perhaps it's only worth two or three points. 
Maybe, but that, of course, could make the difference. I should, of course, point out that we're still a number of months away, and certain candidates like Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg, they aren't well known at this particular point among the general electorate. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not they close the electability gap with Joe Biden. Further, I should point out that Joe Biden may still have a little bit of the halo of being out of the political process for a little bit of a while. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not the more Republicans attack Biden, the lower his numbers become with that particular group. One of the more interesting things, though, that I should point out about the numbers and one reason to think why they might actually be a real phenomenon going on is take a look at where we were back in the 2016 cycle at this particular point. You might recall that Hillary Clinton won the argument over who was most electable, either her or Bernie Sanders. Obviously, it turned out that Hillary Clinton wasn't all that electable when it came to the general election. But in order to make that argument back in 2015, you actually had to ignore the polls. It turns out that there was a CNN poll conducted late July of 2015 in which Bernie Sanders was actually doing better in a matchup against Donald Trump than Hillary Clinton was. This time around, that's simply not the case. The candidate who is winning the electability argument also happens to be the candidate leading in the polls. So this year does not equal 2016 when it comes to that argument. Well, that's it, folks. It's time for me to go. There's a long line at the Carvel, and I desperately, desperately need my soft serve. Perhaps I'll get to fudge you the whale this time. Of course, if you liked what you heard, why don't you subscribe? Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Why don't you leave a five-star rating? And, of course, leave a comment so that other people can find the forecast with Harry Anton. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.